and we're live, and we're with JB Beverly, superstar, rack on tour, country music outlaw, rock star, other things. The man, my friend, your friend. Man of the people. Man of the people, true crime enthusiast, which is our topic we're talking about tonight. Carl Panzram. Carl Panzram. Carl Panzram. Yeah. And so JB, before we get into this, first of all, I do I gotta ask, is the is the quote is is it his quote that the fucking Metallica album is named after? I couldn't tell you. But Kill Them All. No Kill Them All is the name of the of an early Metallica album. And I believe there I is a quote. That, I, I, I thought the Metallica quote came from Kill Them All, Let God Sort Them Out, which was the mantra oh. of the infantry in the Marine Corps back in the day. Kill Them All, Let God Sort Them Out. Oh, okay. Could which be. Which is probably more popular than, than Pandram. Although, <laughs> yeah. if, if Cliff Burton decided on that particular album name, it might be a Pandram thing because Burton was yeah. a fan of all things, you know, bizarre and macabre. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's that was my I assumption when I, I, I heard the quote. I, I have a friend that uh, that knows Jason Newstead. I mean, not that he was there at the time, but he may have an answer. I, I can put out a, put out a favor call. You know, fair enough. Um, but anyway, so, so the the rest of that statement is is much more rock and roll than the just kill them all bit, isn't it? Well, like I'm talking about kill them all. No. Oh, oh, kill them all, rape them all, and rob them yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going with Pansram. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Team Pansram. Hashtag. Yeah. Okay. So now I told you before we started recording, me and William have, or at least I definitely feel this way about the. I've looked into this. We mentioned before, I had never heard about pa- Carl Panzeram prior to this. After we did the Albert Fish episode, you texted me and said, hey, have you guys done Carl Panzeram? I would like to be on the show and talk about Carl Panzeram. And I said, I've never even heard of the guy. So mm. what hipped you to Carl Panzeram? Well, you know, I lived in D.C. for a long time. Oh, right? right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he spent the hub of his post- notoriety sentence at the federal uh, jail in dc so i had a friend of mine that was um an administrator for the dc you know um well basically he ran the booking in and out yeah who came who went he was an admin over there and when i was in one prophylactic used that was like soil isn't it yeah hey man the vaseline the vaseline jars only came in costco size from what i've been told so <laughs> i bet yeah what, yeah what the guy well i'm fuck dc is notorious for booty banditry but anyway um i was in i want to say 10th 11th grade or something and we went on a tour my right. law class and uh history went on on, on a tour of the facility mm-hmm. And so this guy's like, oh, you know, this is where so-and-so was housed back in, you know, 1890. Uh, people I hadn't heard of, you know, yeah, and yeah. so-and-so from the, from the, so-and-so from the mob Barker gang was housed here before they hung him or so-and-so. And he's like, well, this cell is where Carl Panzram wrote some of the sickest things ever put to paper. And it was smuggled out of here by a, a sympathetic corrections officer me and my big mouth i'm like what kind of sick shit he's like well the guy like traveled the the country as a you know basically a a migrant of his day by freight train by ship whatever and and his big thing was sodomizing robbing and killing other men just for the fucking hell of it yeah and at the time i'd never heard of anything like that you know i mean the jeffrey dahmer thing had recently happened and that was kind of bizarre right but like i had never 
I'd never heard of of some dude who was like, yeah. and then when he said he, then when he's like, well, he bragged about it in these writings to the point where there's so much shit he claims he did, they can't even prove half of it given the the, the vagueness of the records and stuff. But he swore by it, and I, I kind of got fascinated by it. And then years later, um, it was uh, Joe Coleman who did the the art for the for the book. I don't know if you know who Joe Coleman is, but he, no, uh, I don't know. Kind of, kind of kind of a true crime enthusiast uh, artist. Cool. Um, Joe did a really cool rendition of pan's ram for the reissue of, the, of his book mm. and it was real like uh, i don't know striking man just the, the he really captured the maniacal kind of you know yeah. fuck you element hey, let me see if i can the, pull the uh, art up uh so. yeah look up look up like, look up joe coleman and put pan's ram's name in there you'll see it but when i saw that and, and the way he did the tattoos and the shackles and shit i was like I, I, oh I, I that is a good fucking picture i mean yeah, pot came right yeah. up on, yeah, I mean Coleman. Up. I mean, shoot. If you want, if you want a rabbit up, hole, uh, if you want a rabbit hole, look up Joe, uh, all of Joe uh, Joe Coleman's work. It's fantastic. But anyway, they reissued that book, and I read it, and I was like, "What in the fuck?" It was the Check most disturbing out. shit I think I had ever read in my life. You know, that's yeah, that's a great up. piece of art right there. I mean, that motherfucker makes like Gigi Allen look like Mother Teresa, man. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, like and, I, and as a former murder junkie, I can say that definitively, right? Yeah. You know, so, um, that's how I got hip to him. That interesting, interesting. Yeah. So, um, so I did. I did mention to you. I have like sort of a hot take on the entire story, um, but I guess it could be summed up in the fact that I am a Carl Panzram denier. <laughs> the numbers don't add up. <laughs> yes, but, actually, frankly, yeah. I tell you, well, first, what, when at I least first, you're consistent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when I first started researching it, and Scott and I came to similar things. I swear to God, we came to this separately, yeah. though. I swear. But this is both of our conspiracies. Like, yeah, dude. This, this might be you. a trifecta. I want to hear your theory since we've saved it for the show. Okay. I may agree with you. So we saying what I think. We know all it, we know all his writings because they were smuggled out by this sympathetic prison guard. Who's Henry Lesser? Yes. Yeah. The physiognomy <laughs> check on the prison guard. Yes, right? dude. Thank you so now, much. You, but I mean, the way it first came to me was I, I was like listening to the story told various different ways. I thought, well, really, we know we know he brained the guy in the laundry with the iron bar. Right. But everything else, we've only got his word for it. True. More or less, apart not from not, not entirely true. As far as what wound up on his docket, that's a true statement. However, true, true. I forget the, the guy's name. There was a um, some independent uh, uh, journalist detective fellow who years ago kind of retraced Panzram's claimed okay. journey. Yeah, and did find some unsolved murders and rapes and things that could could have at least been yeah. right, attributed right. to him that they that they never uh, had the the means of producing evidence for in his day. So right, yeah. I'd call it, I would, I would file it under the maybe column. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Then, you know, but Scott, it's like, I told you when I texted you that uh, the other night, it's like, if the guy did half the yeah. shit, he claimed that yeah. is true. So, it like, is quite a fucking fucker. Claim. Ever, you know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think he, he was like, a. I'm not going to sit here and act like he was a fucking nice guy. Yeah, was, the, I would bring time, my kids around or something. Like 
What's that movie where the guy? Well, I just like that he told Henry Lesser, like, you're one of the only human yeah. beings that I don't have any intention of, of harming. Like, at one yeah. point, he told Lesser, like, yeah, I, I won't kill you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was that's like Panzram's way of saying, I love you, bro. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, probably the only friendship <laughs> that, um, yeah. But uh, what was I going to say? So, yeah. So, anyway, so let's look, take a look I at this guy. Say, uh, oh, yeah. Please, 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 please. The, the time that, that Lesser was getting all these uh, writings right, was the 1920s, basically. Yes. Late 1920s. There's a lot of communist propaganda being put. You know, it's like it's the early days of the soviet union the communist international oh, yeah. lesser could be got, bernie sanders dad if you look at him i mean it's exactly yeah. yeah i mean so these all i'm saying is it suits you can see like the through line of this agenda of well let's talk about who henry capitalism lesser is. leads to this degeneracy yeah let's talk about who henry lesser is henry lesser at the time that he met carl panzram in pr prison at the in dc um, had recently been fired from his job uh, in retail because he had tried to organize a retail union. Yeah. <laughs> which is just hysterical, which, because, like, it's like, think about what time period this is. This is the time period in which, like, you know, I know it's actually a piece of co literal communist propaganda now, but The Jungle by Upton Sinclair is like people were working in this exactly atrocious, what I thought. Yes, this atrocious exactly. conditions in like fucking yeah. f meat packing factories or whatever it was in the in the book. Um, but it's just like, and then meanwhile, this little Jew is like, it's like, I think retail workers should unionize. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, no, real, real quick, I don't know how deep you dug into this because I, I know I, I I sprung this on you more recently, but did you see? Uh, any of the interview they did with Lester as an old man? Yes, 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 okay. yes. I want One to talk of the about things that. that he, uh, now, now, this is a hard clip to find. Uh, I've only seen it once, and for whatever reason, I've never come across it again. But one of the uh, one of the questions he got asked in the original edit was, "What got you into corrections?" Yeah, he told the story. Talk yeah. about well, he does not talk about the the retail thing for long. Yeah. Yeah. What he said, uh, what, what he said took him into the criminal justice system was the need for reformation. Right. Which is, and that era is such a commie fucking answer. Yes. 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 Yeah, well, to this day, it's a commie answer. Yeah, obviously. You know, you know yeah. I mean, but like, I yeah. mean, it's like now the commies are running the asylum, though, and that's are actually or enacting it, it by the oh way. God, well, they're, yeah, they're yeah. enacting it. What what basically what this little fuck wanted to do then, probably, which is, yeah. you know, let them out on their own recognizance. And anyway. But so keep sending me those stories about raping little boys. <laughs> <laughs> now, you sure he wasn't over 18? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I do want to talk about this video that you're talking about, because I watched it as well. Um, and uh, in it, uh, it, it's also funny because they asked him a bunch of really pointed questions about Carl Pantrim, and it was like pulling teeth from the guy. Like he had nothing yeah. to say about practically about except that wasn't well, covered in the book. Well, imagine this though. This would have been after like McCarthy. This would have been yeah. after. Um, this was the, the 60s or uh, 70s. Well, well, so here's my point. Exactly. Yeah. So think about this. For you to be the guy who stands up and goes, yeah, I enabled one of the most admittedly fucked up human beings in the American, um, in the annals of American criminal yeah, history, history. Yeah. To have an outlet. Annals even. And, yeah. and it's, and, and, it, and well, right, right, right. I mean, and it, and it went, it, I mean, pre-internet, this shit went viral. I mean, there, yeah, there, are, it was a best there are legal scholars Dude, there are legal scholars that have templated parts of their curriculum two generations ago on 
Lester Carl doing Panzer, this. Dude, that's fucking crazy. So, so if you think about it, imagine like the risk it would take to go, yeah, I did it and I stand by it. He kind of had to be like, well, I did it. It was an experiment. It is what it is, which is sort of the attitude he yeah. took. He was very like fence sitter about it. Sure, you know? sure. Um, the other thing is like, uh, so yeah, so it was kind of, he was actually like, it was like pulling teeth for him, asking them questions about Panzram. But then the fucking, the interviewers go like, so yeah, I think you mentioned that, uh, you were like trying to get a play or a movie deal and he fucking animates immediately like, well, I'll tell you about that. We were working with, uh, we were working with Jane Fonda as yeah. a manager. Turned into and, Spielberg. Yeah. Yes. Yes, dude. As exactly. Working what, with Jane Fonda. Working with Jane. Yes. Communist, by the way. Um, yeah. but, uh. But we're, but yeah, so that's I mean, what uh, so I, so I spent weekends with the weather underground, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, and he fucking he, he's got plenty to say about how he's like, oh, I think we get a really good deal on the like he's talking about money and shit. So it's so funny that he's like supposedly this communist, but he when it comes to making money in Hollywood, he's got no problem. You know what? They're all like that. Yeah. Yes, they, they are. They JB, all who's shit, they, they all they, they, they all shit on money <laughs> no, until they get some, and once oh, they yeah, get a yeah. lick, oh, or like, I'll see yeah. your, uh, good, good luck getting to my gated community, fuckface. You know, yeah. they're, they're all kind of the same way. You know? Um, what was I gonna say? So yeah, so I see and a also, fucking what's that? So as you say, the, the whole story arc of it that from his is so. I mean, I say I would say cartoonishly deprived childhood. Yeah. Where the the shit the, the story shits on religion from word from square one, doesn't it? It's yeah, like, no pun intended, but it was yeah. shoved up his ass. I mean, you know, I mean, if there's one thing that so can make told, you a yeah. fucking hateful sodomite, it's fucking religious reform <laughs> schools as a, as a as a bastard kid. Right, but that's know? also like I, I agree with you that if it's gonna breed somebody like that, it may be some kind of environment like that. But also, isn't that like a movie trope too? Like in the it same is now, but in his day, it was unheard of. Yeah, I suppose. But I, I will say this though: there are major themes throughout the book that I can list them now. Anti-religion. Um, number two is sodomy. Of course. Well, that's a, that's like a that's the overall overarching theme is that sodomy that's rules. The gimmick. Yeah, <laughs> it's a book bound in butt cheese. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, like, but basically the big themes are like religion sucks and religion is repressive. Um, and the other thing is, um, is that society is sick. We're in like a stage of decline and it, and one of the things is he repeatedly says in this, in the book is, um, is like society is what made me like this. And this yeah. is the kind of person that will come Ted out Bundy of a society said the same like this. Thing. Charles Manson said the same thing. Gigi Allen said the same thing. Like, yeah. I mean, didn't Charles Manson attend high school and stuff though? Like, the, no, Manson was in reform schools from age eight right. or nine onward. I mean, so much like Pansram, he was a product of the institution prepubescently. Yeah. I mean, um, this honestly, this is another thought that came to me is do we really know when MK ultra started? <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, well, give we or don't. Take, I mean, depending yeah. on who you ask, but somewhere between the mid fifties and early sixties. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm saying it could have started in, in the run up to, oh, this is where everything really goes back to the run up to world war two. And like, uh, World War One, sorry. So, like, could the, I'm not I'm not really alleging that he was he was like, literally part of MK Ultra that sort of shit state. He's like 
recruited into the what's going to become MK Ultra. Right. Well, the CIA definitely. I mean, I don't know about Panzram, probably before that time, but if nothing else, the CIA ha- certainly had a hand in influencing Manson's prison philosophy. Oh, yeah. That's been a matter of record. So, yeah. A lot of there's a lot of weird connections. Um, Dave, uh, Dave, oh, fuck, was his name? Um, whatever the guy's name is, I'm sorry to his, he's dead, but whatever. Dave McGowan. Yes. Um, Dave McGowan had a book called program to kill. (laughs) Had a book called program to kill where he highlights all the connections between all of the famous serial killers, including son of Sam, uh, Bundy, Dahmer, uh, all the fucking favorites. They're all you, have you weird. Have to co- say, the night- have, real, real quick, real quick. You have to say the son of Sam's name in the voice. I don't remember his name. David. David Berkowitz. Thank you. I, I'm a dick's hard. Thanks, yeah. Scott. Love you. Continue. Um, Pardon the interruption. But uh, yeah, he the, the book highlights all these very odd connections between all these serial killers and MK Ultra. Um, yeah. It's very uh, remarkable that all of them are like a fucking one Kevin Bacon away from MK Ultra. Like all of yeah. them, it's fucking crazy. I mean, you could you could certainly at least deduce that um, the people who designed MK Ultra studied Panzram's book. Yeah. Oh, for shit, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that was like a criminology textbook, like JB was saying. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, mean, well, no, I know for a fact. I know for a fact that that I mean, I forget which university uh, admitted this publicly, but one of the big law schools. It might have been Harvard, but one of, one of the schools with a huge reputable, sure, um, yeah, uh, le- legal uh, program, criminology or something. That, uh, well, they they rewrote their entire criminal psych curriculum around the Panzram Lesser friendship and and his and his book. I mean, it was yeah. totally um, became sort of the part of the framework. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I um, mean, they did invent psychoanalysis. Yeah, they did. Yes. <laughs> like, aren't they though? <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? He was like blue collar Sigmund Freud. Was like kind that. of dude. Like yeah, yeah. And he was like just failure Freud. <laughs> so Scott, you saw the footage of Lester as an old man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He looks like a he looks like a more, like Bernie Sanders dude. He looks like, like Rothbard dude. Oh, you know what? Good, good, good one. Yeah, good one. yeah. And, he looks and, like and, a little and, more and, of a perverted version of Rothbard. He's too now. skinny and mean looking to be Rothbard. Yeah, Rothbard's jovial. He's well, so Rothbard and, and and Bernie had a test tube baby. And okay, lesser, you know right? what? Yeah. You're selling me on yeah. it. Um, ass baby. <laughs> Here's your shekel. <laughs> but I mean, I think look, regardless of how fake it is, yeah, this, certainly the stories exactly. Like for instance. The one thing that really got my back up was this story of, okay, so, so uh, according to Panzo himself, he didn't get se- sexually abused. Yes, he in did. Reform schools, not by the. Well, he got his penis looked at and stuff, but and yeah. smacked. He got his dick bruised. His ass was was was. Yeah, expected. well, yeah. With I, mean, the I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think he ever claimed <laughs> yeah. that he was penetrated way, or forced there, to do anything. There, but there is a spanking machine. The, by the way, this predates the the Nuremberg trials. Alleged, alleged, alleging that there is a spanking machine. By the way, um, but it, it receipts or it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That was debunked. That what they don't claim that there's a fucking spanking machine in the Holocaust anymore. Of course not. It's fucking ridiculous. Which is why if there was a spanking machine. If, if there was a spanking machine today, you'd be able to buy it on Amazon. I think there is me? one now. Yeah, there is Look probably one. Look it up. Okay, Look fuck it. Up, it. Oh, I don't want that in my search history. 
fucking coward. All right, no, I'll is tell you. Masturba- incognito masturbation t- to I'm- death machine. And that was it. <laughs> yeah, yes, there, yes. Yeah, is there I'm electric floors on Amazon too? Look, Scott, if it makes you feel better, if you order one, just put my name as the gift recipient and send it to yourself. Okay. Yes, there is one on. Oh no! Just kidding. It's a it's a babe the Babes in Toyland punk band album, the spanking machine. Right. I, I, I bet mean, it's I referencing the Holocaust. Mean, unironically, the by the way. Is I wouldn't I wouldn't have spanked it to any of their fucking ugly brats. Oh, I don't know what they look like. Um, but, he, 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 but yeah, so he, he tells this story of how when he first gets gang raped on this in this box car, yeah, by these like five dudes. And, Which, by uh, the way, totally believe that happened. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, as someone who's ridden some freight trains, yeah, there are some weird fuckers that you'll encounter, you know, in that world, especially and, in 1908 on, or whatever. On one, well, shit, dude, in the mid 90s, and I'll be careful how I say this. I had a guy try me, thinking that I was young. I was young. Yeah, you know, yeah. one tattoo. He thought I might have been offering up something for sale. Right. Uh-huh. And tried to weasel his way in. I t- obviously corrected him. Yes, he then tried understandable. To me, he, well, he then tried to accost me physically, to which, uh, let's just say something came out of my boot rather than my britches, and I put that inside him. Yeah. <laughs> Understood. And, you know, so, so I mean, even in my day, there's always been the the. I mean, the thing about the the the, the trains, even back in in Pandram's day, right? Like going into the depression and yeah. such. That's when when people first started, uh, you know, getting a ride at the expense of the man, right? Yeah. It, there was two two elements. You had people that wanted to work. Well, all right, we, uh, we mentioned Manson. Manson said it best. Most people don't know the difference between a hobo, a wino, and a bum. They they become interchangeably um, synonymical if that's a word, right? Yeah. Well, I can break it down for you the way Manson did. A hobo wanders uh, for work. Right. Yeah. A wino wanders to catch a buzz, and a bum just wanders. Yeah. yeah. So even in Pansram's day, like there were guys that were legit looking for, a, a, you know, legit work. There were yeah. guys that just were fucked up and they were kind of discarded from said town or said city or society, m- many of whom were perverts and weirdos and, yeah, and yeah. whatever. And then, you, and then you just had like the, 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 um, the useless, uh, dejected, rejected bums that weren't worth the fuck and just yeah. like, you know, showed Excess up. men. So I mean I I'm not I, I would say this if any of Pansram's mythology him being accosted sexually on the railroads yeah, and that the time smash period, that, 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 that would be that, that would be the last thing I would try to debunk. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not calling bullshit on that. What I'm calling bullshit on is so they 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 rape him, leave him all covered in blood and and spunk, throw him naked from a moving train, and throw all his possessions out after him. Like at, like the and end the, of a fucking Gonzo porn film, yeah. by the way. If you remember the early aughts, there was a whole genre of porn. Eat your heart out, Emperor of the North Pole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was very funny where they would throw the girl out I'm, to I'm, the I'm hall. I'm sorry, of the well, William, you, William you, were, you were making a point. That, what were you saying? So yeah, so that, that, uh, that, according to the story, he then get, he, he gets up, puts his clothes back on, wanders along a bit, finds a uh, hobo <laughs> Another hobo camp, yeah. Meets a young man there, and with his asshole ripped to bits by these guys, and, and encrusted in his own blood and their semen he then he, the first thing he does is uh, arrange to have sex with this young boy but now, hold on that that was back to back or that yeah, wasn't yeah time later. To, and then he gets gang raped again and that's all claimed to have happened within 24 hours I'm, I'm not i'm not buying that he's initiating sex after he's just had that happen to him 
Well, I, I wouldn't want to buy it either, but I will tell you this, you know, I, I, a friend of mine was a, um, a clinician in a penitentiary years ago. Yeah. And he told me that, uh, I mean, he, he's the only person that they would admit this to, but many of the booty bandits in yep. that institution became such because they had been violated and quickly had to dominate someone else to get respect. So there wow. is an element of that. Now, granted, Panzer might be bullshit. He might have been bullshit. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't sit there and argue against your point. But I mean, it might just be the chronology. It might have all, it probably all happened, but it's just that, like the chronology. Well, and if, like nothing, if, if nothing else, I mean, I'm not one to judge at a glance if I can't help it. Mm -hmm. But if you look at any photographs of this fucking guy, the misanthropy was very real. I mean, you can see oh, yes. guys, yeah. he fucking hated yeah. people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I kind of like I mean, that. It's like that movie where the guy eats all the eggs. What's that called? Rocky? Rocky? Yeah. <laughs> where he eats eggs on a bet. <laughs> on a lost bet. On Paul Newman or Steve McQueen or one of them. He gets put in prison for vandalizing parking meters and then he never gets out. Cool hand, Luke? Cool hand, Luke, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I don't remember the eggs oh, bit. Yeah. I don't remember that either. Yeah. yeah. Was, okay, that, what are you talking about yeah. the eggs? The most memorable bit of Cool hand, Luke okay, is the I bet. I don't remember that. I'm sorry. He, he wins a bet that he can eat like a thousand hard boiled eggs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now it's coming back to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's great just movie. when you say when he eats all the eggs it doesn't it doesn't you know, <laughs> the, guy, the movie, the movie where he eats like, all the eggs it's a little confusing i'm sorry yes i remember him eating the hard-boiled eggs now yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm an old befuddled idiot <laughs> yeah okay cool cool i gotcha gotcha yeah um but so it's got that kind well, of vibe. If it, like, if it means anything to you, you're you're not a befuddled idiot. You're just a simple idiot. Yeah, <laughs> true. But the, there's <laughs> times the as, you, as you get picked up in the story, he's definitely a sympathetic character in that same sort of way. It's like, no, I won't fucking. Well, there's definitely a through you. line that I believe is, frankly, I think most of this book was was based on true things that happened to Carl Panzram, yeah. but is penned and perverted if you will by this fucking henry lesser goblin yeah because it's like to make <laughs> bingo yeah bingo yeah that, that's my theory is that Panzerm laid it out for him and lesser goes hey if you juice this up we can make some money off yes this. yeah and also knowing knowing full well that Panzerm was headed to the fucking gallows yeah he would never have to pay a you know? fucking yeah. dime yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that, that's it really isn't it it's like i, I all of uh, everything he said he did, he, he might have done, but it's like he's had this through line of some kind of moral morality put into it. Yeah. Of like, I'm doing this just to prove to you that I won't back And that religion's bad, for, man. Like, yeah. well, well, should, religion's well, bad, that, Goyim. <laughs> except ours. You know, like, like, no, though, my favorite thing about Panzeram, though, and if you think about this, yeah, regardless of what's true and what's not. One thing's a matter of record, and that's when he was waiting his turn at the fucking gallows. He turned to that. Oh, this is true. Said, yeah. Yeah. And he, and he goes, hurry up, you who's your bastard. I could kill 10 people while you're fucking around. Yeah. I fucking <laughs> love that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is cool. I love that. I, all, all I can say is I hope the hangman was from Indiana. That would make it just so fucking I perfect. assume he would have known the guy because he probably was just a, mm -hmm. a guard in the. I, well, or I wonder if Hoosier applied to more than uh, Indianian back then. Could be. Have. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, colloquially, it, it might have. It might have been a slang term in the prison for something. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. It could be. Could have been, you know.
Um, but but but, but uh, regardless to to your point though, William, like I, I think or Scott rather, I, I think you're. Uh, I always had a theory about that where where and, and here's the tell. There's a documentary as well about I don't know if you uh, saw it, but there's a documentary about Pandrum. You, you can watch it on Prime where mm. they show some of the lesser interview and it kind of uh, chronologically capped the whole. Tale. Gotcha, gotcha. And, and they interviewed Joe Coleman, uh, Coleman on there too. But anyway, um, one of the things that Lesser said that is sort of telling was that when he initially gave Pandram uh, pen and paper, that he kind of outlined his story. And it, it wasn't like he handed him like chapter one of some big narration. It was right. just kind of like, I did this, 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 this. Yeah. Uh, kind of a bullet point. And Lesser essentially admits, like I told him, you know, elaborate. I'll keep bringing you paper yeah, and yeah. you know like, like i keep this coming you know this is good shit basically and so like you have to ask yourself like if some sick fuck if, if i work in criminal justice as whether i'm a, a an officer or a doctor or whatever if some dude charged with like grizzly homicide and sodomy comes to me and goes like here's what i've done yeah the last yeah. fucking thing in the world i'm gonna do is be like can you elaborate yeah, yeah. I would I mean, be like, I mean, stop! I, mean, like, I don't I mean, want to know anymore no, about this. I, 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 right? I mean, maybe Freud or Carl Jung might have, but yeah. I mean, why would some CEO? What would be Lesser's motivation, unless he, he, unless he was forward thinking enough to go, if I can get this guy to articulate this well enough. I'll sell it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it had to have been a fucking, uh, uh, you know, I, there, there's a link there. I've got a question because <laughs> I'm, I'm not clear on this. When did he actually start writing it? Was it after he? Is is capital conviction? It was for... while he was waiting awaiting trial for homicide. He never got out. He started writing that right. shit, and, and so died. that was yeah. and that was when he said that the the conditions started getting good as well. So there's like, is there some kind of institutional sweat? Because like at that point when he's uh, oh, there's definitely favoritism if you've got pull. I don't know if Lesser yeah. had that kind of pull, but I mean, I corresponded with Manson toward the end of his life, and they had what they called the celebrity wing yeah. in Vacaville. Manson was in a cell right next to Sirhan Sirhan. Like, they put all the nice. well-known <laughs> names like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the running joke. I'm on a first, name, inmate, first but... name basis with that guy, by the way. Yeah. With Sirhan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> middle name. I want to be a part of that episode. Do you know what his middle name is, JB? Sirhan. <laughs> I could kind of guess. Really called Sir Hanser Hanser. <laughs> no, I, JB, I just—it was the. That's bit. what his mum calls him when he's in trouble. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's oh, what his shit, sister is jealous of him. A buddy of mine, a buddy of mine wrote Kaczynski. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to, to diverge, but a buddy of mine wrote Kaczynski. Oh yeah, but what I did he have to say? I, I, well, Kaczynski did exactly what, what we joked about, where he wrote him back and answered his questions. Yeah, but yeah. only after he Nazi'd his grammar and was Hell like, "You yes, seem intelligent, dude. so why are you being a fucking idiot by doing this, this, and this? No comma <laughs> here, exclamation point here. You know, keep your penmanship clean." Like he totally gave him an English, like a grammar lesson and a writing That's lesson. So and, then was like, and, and then after giving him shit, was like, "Oh, to answer your question, blah." Like, yeah. <laughs> Father Ted, I've heard you become a grammar Nazi. Do you know, it's funny because... <laughs> Are we the baddies? I've, I, I've often thought I would love to write to Ted Kaczynski, but then I thought, no, I'm too dumb and gay. And yeah, he's going to mark him. me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll write you back and be like, my lawyer's Australian, you palmy cunt. Like, yeah. <laughs> Australia's not real, you palmy cunt. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's it called? Anyway, so okay, but he's, so I got to talk about. So there's a few things in here that just really stick stick out to me as just absolutely fake and gay. Like um, one of the things is like um, first of all, it's like I got to say this. I listen to a lot of the fucking um, a lot of the fucking excerpts from the book, and um, it reads like gay porn. I wouldn't know. I've never read gay porn. Yeah, I mean, just, but it's very, I, but, very but, graphic. But I, I, I will say there's a lot of homo references that lead to something erotic. So I guess technically there's yeah. a link there. <laughs> well, yeah. it's just very graphic of like the you know the the fluids are being described and you know oh and, and how like, much it, enjoyment he took out of yeah. penetrating a man's asshole. Yeah, yeah. and then also yeah. just being like he, you know it mentioned that he had climaxed and stuff. Is like how is that relevant? Like you know and the chronology of how when he climbed it's like this is gay like uh but well, i guess the guy was gay you, I, 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 here's the million dollar question if all lesser did was bring him pad and pen right and and that was the material that, that he was getting that's one argument what is very vague uh unknown or at least ambiguous is what other pull did lesser have if he turned to Pan and say, if you really juice this gay yeah. butt sex domination shit up, I can get you an extra bar of soap. I can get you an extra yeah. day uh, out in the yard. Like, who knows what he bribed him with? Yeah. To or get gay those... sex. Well, it was my point. So, yeah. I mean, who's to say? <laughs> I'm, I, I mean, I'm not saying I, I think it necessarily happened that way. Yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if Lester said, hey, keep the, the queer butt rape up and I'll do this for you. Sure. Yeah. Writing, I don't right? think I got to say I saw that video of him later mm -hmm. on in life. Didn't seem like a family man. <laughs> A little light in the low. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying. They're. I mean, more so than more so than William. Well, he's all man, obviously. <laughs> he got um, the mustache. He's on top. That's so true. Um, but what's it called? Uh, yeah. So I think you're onto something there with that. By the way, I hadn't even contemplated that, but definitely could be. Um, well, William JB just not speculated not provable, that. Provable, but yeah. JB just speculated that maybe um, one of the motivators for Panzram to give more juicy details to Lesser was that maybe he offered certain favors to him. Sure. Not sexual, but in other words, extra day in the yard. Oh, I was implying the sexual ones. Well, may, may, maybe, but my, I'm saying it could be very simple. It could be, uh, here's a, I'll I, I bring you two extra bars right. of laundry so, soap, to, right? Here's an extra razor blade. Like, I, I keep the butt sex coming. I mean, or it could have been, I'll blow you. I mean, who the fuck knows? Yeah, yeah, or, you know, yeah. part my cheeks there, Goyam, give it to me. You know, who knows what the fuck he said, right? So, um, I will say this is that um, I, I was telling my wife about this and she said, what does the guy really have to gain by taking down all of his like life story, though, at that point when he knew he was going to probably die in prison? Notoriety. Infamy. Yeah, I know. That was what I answered back to her. But I also like I kind of see what she's saying, whereas like yeah, but he does. It does literally say in the book that at the, towards the end, he's living in absolute fucking uh, agony. Comfort. You know, he's getting four pairs for after dinner and uh, oh yeah 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 and, so he was compensated to give yeah. them the content they wanted them being lesser it does seem that yeah it wasn't the, i mean the institution wasn't in on it this was all covertly done right yeah so it, whatever lesser wanted lesser god and pandram was looked out for so you're right so by his own admission hey my life's gotten a little cush yeah leading up to okay the well they answered my question so, then 
Um, but I was going to say, so there's a few things in there, though. It's like, okay, we know what we know about Lesser is that he worked in a unions prior to doing this. And wouldn't you have it? There are two major incidents in Panzram's life that involve union politics. Yeah. <laughs> what a quinky dink. Uh, for instance, one of the times he was like a brutal, he was used as both. This is the thing. It's like literal perfect dialectical, like materialism where he like, he really is perfect communist propaganda. He, uh, he's on both sides as a shit bag. He's utilized well, as a like useful a, idiot. Yeah, the ultimate for useful sure. Idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he, he works as, as a strike breaker and he like murders, I guess yeah. he like murdered some strikers. And then later, um, he was a, a union enforcer and killed scabs. It's almost like a scriptural story, isn't it? Yeah. For, like and a symmetry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the irony of his disdain for religion makes that even more crazy. Yeah. To I mean, that's what I'm yeah. saying. It was clearly written by a professional. And, um, but here's the other thing. So, one of these other stories is that he had plans. He, so, I, we didn't mention this, but he was like a, a pretty prolific arsonist. And, like, for he actually did arson for money sometimes. Well, that even. was proven back when he was in school. Even. I know. That's that what I'm one saying. firebombing he did in school was, was proven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but here's my thing is so I mean, bad boys sometimes do that, don't they? For, for sure. sure. I, I think he also like I think there's definitely a time where he probably did arson for money as well. I mean, it makes sense. The guy was a lifelong criminal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But with that, in light of that, he also writes about how he wanted to do a caper where he firebombed a British naval ship moored in New York City so as to spark a war between America and England. Now, let me just <laughs> yeah, ask you a question. He, he wanted to bring the revolution full circle. Okay, yeah. but let me just yeah. ask you a question. What is Who is more likely to have come up with that? Lifelong criminal faggot rapist Carl Panzerum or college or educated Jew fucking turned CEO. Yes. yes. That's the kind of person who thinks, Oh, what would be like a crazy fucking thing to do? Oh yeah. War between the two major new world powers. That's totally that cut that straight out of him. It's gotta be. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't well, imagine. I, I, I believe yeah, all the stuff hey, about man, yeah. to yeah. your point. So this is pre-world war two. Yeah. Right. This is between the two world wars. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. At that time period, I may be wrong, maybe William knows, but if I recall correctly, the U.S. was already in favor of establishing the state, and I believe that England was not. No, England was I'm more so, the state. More, no, they were more for it. Yeah, America wasn't period, on board. No, I, no, I know by the time the Third Reich came around, they were, but I'm saying in the 20s. No, um, I sorry to be a I uh, oh, right. and I'm yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. but uh, no, 1918 was the Balfour Declaration in British Parliament that uh, gave land uh, preliminary land to okay. the peeps over in. Then thank uh, you for to, thank you for clarifying and keeping me from sounding like a tin hat wearing cocksucker. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks. Sorry for the um. Actually, uh, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Well, there was there was some big ally of ours that was like, uh, uh, I, I thought it was great. great. Uh, okay, yeah, maybe. Well, I thought they the, had a special not, relationship. Not, not, not that we have any allies well, they, over here. No, it was France because it, it was promised. The land was promised to them under Sykes Pico as well. Great fucking point. Double yeah. promise. Yeah, Why yeah, it's yeah. over? Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah. well, oh, we See, all got them actually. Diversity is our strength. True. It's just literally researching a different product, a different topic every week for nearly three years now. 
I find, yeah, somehow you, know things. You find yeah, the overlap. Idea. Yeah. The overlap accumulates whether you like it or not. It sure it does, yeah. Um, but anyway, so, okay, so that's that smacked a fake to me. Also, the union stuff, obviously, like that was injected in there. I got to say, I mean, I definitely think he probably was no fan of religion being that he was raised. But here's a story that is early on in the uh, in his chronology, in his early life, um, he... Uh, he th- this was I only saw it because get this. I watch a bunch of videos about this guy um, and only in one, which was reading excerpts from the book, did it mention that he was studying to become a priest? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, <laughs> or I that, yeah. fucking up in school. That's what he wanted to do as a little kid. Right. Uh, no, yeah. uh, maybe. Is I it- don't know. I think he was a teenager when this happened. Well, I don't know. You know, he, he was 13 when he completely fucking lit out, wasn't he? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, it was he was thirteen or something. This is what sent him on his sent him on. This is what right, sent yeah. him on the train that got you got raped on. Yeah, right. Because yeah, 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 yeah. he was training to become a priest, and he went to seminary. So, and the word seminary, by the way, for, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, listeners in the fucking Telegram. I'm actually chat. Um, uh, <laughs> I believe the word seminary implies that it's Catholic. Also, them being East Prussian kind of leads me to think that they were Catholics. Um, I thought that seminary was any non, um, hold on, let me remember the term, any non-dispensational branch of, of Orthodox Christianity. So Catholic, Eastern Orthodox, they would all have seminaries. Presbyterians would have seminary. But okay. anything that's dispensational, like Baptist, Pentecostal, they, they're just anointed by God. God touched me, I'm a priest to you. Oh, okay. That's the okay, new- okay. You're yeah. right. Then, then that, still, yeah. that still washes with what I'm going to say. Because the story goes is that he was in seminary so it had to have been catholic or something like that and they were visited right but they were visited by a lutheran german priest in which he got into a dispute with him and ended up trying we'll go we'll get we'll get to that in a second so i actually i have a very devout uh, hold on the german lutherans were responsible for the pandram holocaust (laughs) (laughs) the the rape holocaust yes that might have been the best i've ever gotten in on this fucking show i think that's the best (laughs) the best quip i've ever gotten in on on you guys great i like it um you're very with the spirit of this the very with the spirit of the show um but uh no so okay aren't they though (laughs) um so okay i asked a devout Catholic colleague of mine in this era, in the early 1900s, would there ever be a reason for a Catholic and a Lutheran to be having like an ecumenical sort of discourse? And he was like, no, no fucking way. <laughs> I, I, I would I would absolutely agree with your friend. The only potential caveat given the institution that Pandram was in, if this yeah. was a reform school, a state-sponsored school, depending on who, what entities were bankrolling it to buy influence and come in, they may have done shit in tandem because I got a friend of mine, for example, that went, uh, he was orphaned as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. He, when he got to this uh, orphanage slash school uh, dormitory, it was solely Catholic, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But the Catholic donors kind of stopped throwing money for, I don't know why, for uh, one reason or not, not entirely, but some, a lot of them bailed. They started bringing in like, all right, all of a sudden the Methodist, um, ministries here, and they were supplementing the difference. So I, it may may have had something to do with. Or right, you're giving money, you're giving money. Figure out how to get along, and let's do maybe. this. Maybe could have been I mean, I, again. It's a vague maybe, but I, at least in modernity or within yeah, you know, sure, sure. Last Thirty years I've heard about. It, you know? I'm just gonna guess at this story's bullshit <laughs> because get this, yeah. and this you can you can back me up on this. 
JB. Um, then the story goes is that he was in a fucking theological argument. <laughs> yes, with this G- German Lutheran priest, and he pulled a revolver on him and pointed shot it at him. him. No, he tried or, to or, shoot or, him. Or he bludgeoned him with it or no, something. No, he shot. Tried to shoot him, but get this: the revolver jammed. I must have been a Taurus. <laughs> Funny, but but the point is, is like okay, Come on, I, that was I, good. Yeah, it is that good. Was good. That's an inside baseball gun joke, but but that that leads to the, to uh, anyone who's listening who also knows guns. It's frankly revolvers don't jam too much. Yeah. Well, not unless they come out of battery, but if you maintenance them, they won't. I mean, this you know, is okay. Mine. Fair enough. It could have been a really revolver, dirty I've gun. Got a revolver that's I mean, 60, the is still years old. It, it's fine. Yeah. You know? They might have still, that was like 1908 or something. So they yeah. might have been on like paper cartridges and shit as well. It might have just been wet ammo. Okay. Well, maybe you're right. But I'm wet just saying powder. the yeah, story you're, you're, you're smacks right of that. fake yeah. to me. It sounds like a big dramatic movie scene. Like he gets in this big yeah. argument with the fucking Lutheran priest and it he hates so him. Basically, basically, if I'm hearing you right, you're saying that Panzram could have been anywhere from kind of full of shit to like an inver- all the way up through the in- the inverse side of the Jesse Smollett coin yes. like rather than the vic- like, rather than the bullshit victim yeah. like the bullshit perpetrator yes, right like yes yeah potentially I, uh... could be, especially in, in the so like later on he 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 robs uh, William Howard Taft's house <laughs> Right. But this Who was also, this is one well, of the who, things was was true though because he did get yeah. robbed around that time, right? And they were connected. But that would have been in the patient as well, and that's that's proven. Well. Yeah, they, they legitimately yeah. crossed paths twice in his lifetime. Like ironically, yeah, it's true. So he, he robbed Taft's house and managed to raise eight eight thousand dollars, with which he bought a yacht. Right. Uh, yeah, but eight grand uh, in the 1920s. Oh yeah, that's that's what, money, oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you could definitely buy a sweet yacht, sweet ass yacht for eight, eight grand. But they, he decides that what he's going to do is he's going to tie it up in the docks and he's going to hire sailors, get uh, take them out to sea, get them drunk, rape them, murder them, and throw them over the side. It works for me on the weekends. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, literally, that's that's a classic example of something we've literally only got his word for. Well, but here's the thing, though. And it's, it's, if, it's a nice I, illustration I, of the desperation of the working this. man. I, I, I will say this. Whether Panzram's, you know, um, story was largely bullshit yeah. or let's pretend for a minute that parts true, parts aren't, right? Right. That's what I think. That would be the hardest. Uh, uh, the whole idea of taking um, gullible young men out on a boat, because few people had boats back then that were not in the Navy. Right. Yeah. True. It was. It, there was not a big private. There were. There were no yacht clubs in the twenties, right? Well, well, yeah, there were. Well, yeah. Unless like, you were rich. I mean, the, the, yeah. the rich had that, but for a blue collar fucking hobo didn't exist. Right. Yeah. So think about it like this. It's the hardest thing to prove, given the environment. Yeah. Right. right. Go find a corpse in the ocean, right? But it's also. If you really did get a hard dick for killing people in an untraceable way, it would be the way to fucking that do it. That is a too. way to if do it. If you had the boat, if you had the boat, right? Like, yeah. I mean, if I if I wanted to kill a bunch of people and I had a boat, like, hey, want to go for a ride? You know, come on a boat ride. You know, like, <laughs> Let's you know. get drunk and go on the boat. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got a bottle of Captain Morgan in a joint, man. Come on. I, I think it's trying to. I think it's trying to illustrate. It's like this communist propaganda trying to illustrate how vulnerable the sailors were in the capitalist system 
Right. But yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. But what? See, really, you guys aren't shocking not, me one bit because my the, gut feeling has always been. I'm sorry to cut you off, but to your point, I'm yeah. sorry. My, I've always felt. I'm hearing you. I'm, I'm getting this now. It's, it's coming together. I always felt that, obviously, a uh, some element of Panzram's story was true, and certainly his hatred of humanity and misanthropy was real. Right. Yeah. yeah. That much I won't argue. I mean, look at the motherfucker. It's in his eyes. Yeah, right? he definitely is not a, a but that's, humanity but that said, enjoyer. I've always, I've, I've always felt that the odds were higher that he outlined a few crimes, a few robberies, maybe a few homosexual rapes, and maybe a couple of murders. And Lesser was like, "That's the money. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> I'll get you this, and I'll get you that." I, I mean, it seems it goes, especially if you read it chronologically, right? Yeah, it gets so sensational that, I mean, it, it almost looks like he was egged into it. Yeah. Dude, point. it's got spanking I mean, machines. Yeah. Hey, also, <laughs> it, it's got a trip to Africa. Let's go on to that bit. Now. Oh so, yeah. 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 So, okay. He, so he, goes, he gets, a, he gets real dirty down and dirty with the fucking, uh, with, with in America doing sailing antics. Wait, yeah. we also have to do this other, this other fucking thing, which is where he gets a boyfriend gets a for a while. Boyfriend. He gets He's a boyfriend for a while and he discovers love. Also, this is another thing. This is very much with, in keeping with the communist propaganda thing, just like normalizing gay shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that, he definitely tried Trying, to uh, like passing it off as wholesome. Yeah, yeah he tried to pass off. Well, 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 well no, this was exactly. the first like, real like, emotions well, he had well, no, for yeah, another well, human your, being. Uh, uh, well, to, to, to your point, what it does is if you paint the ugliest parts of it, and he's this maniacal, like sadistic, fucking, you know, monster, yeah. monster. Yeah, right. Then when you go, but for a little while, yeah, there was this temper thing he had with this guy. You have made the the calm, loving, homosexual relationship arc. way normal yeah. compared to the rest oh, of this guy's a, fucking bro, story. That know? is a good point. I didn't even think of it that way, but absolutely. Yeah. You're like, I mean, oh, wow, your whole of they really are you, human you, beings. Right, I literally had to have that it in, in context. How, how do you propagandize that in that day? That's, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That is yeah. true. Yeah. That's so yeah. fucking true. Yeah. Um, We're building bridges over here, people. Yeah. yeah. One fucking one 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 pans ram at a time. Yeah. One ram at a time. I do think we're onto something with this angle. Um. So yeah. Because, like, uh, so we we, all, we have to talk about this boyfriend where? story. So okay. So he's he's hanging out with the boyfriend, and he, it almost seems like they're gonna give up crime. He's gonna give up crime, and he's been floating around. Yeah. He wants to start fishing. He wants to start fishing. Um. But his boyfriend Are doesn't you like the sea. Going to San Francisco. <laughs> this was in the Hudson Bay, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Hudson River, rather. Same um, difference back then. True. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, what's it called? So yeah, the gay, the gay boyfriend doesn't like the sea. Um, and so they're like, okay, fine. Let's sell the, the boat, which is stolen by the way. Um, yeah. because this is the second boat. Let's not even go with the, if you want a fucking breakdown of the, of the chronology, it's very disgusting, but there's and plenty of places to find it. Yeah. True or untrue. It's fascinating. Yeah. It um, really is. And uh, so the boyfriend, so they're trying to sell the, <laughs> they're trying to sell the boat. And then this guy goes, well, how about this? I'll just rob you and I'll just take the boat and fuck you. And then Panzeram's like, yeah, no, shoots him in the fucking head, uh, t runs his pockets, chucks him in the water. And the boyfriend's like, what are you doing? Because he's never seen him act like that before. <laughs> He'd only seen his tender Yeah, side. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, by the way, this totally smacks of true to me, by the way, that this happened. Yeah. You know, because, um, of course, Panzer wouldn't fucking give a shit if someone was trying to rob his boat. Of course he would kill him. That's self- I would fucking kill him if I was trying to sell a boat and he tried to say, I'm going to rob you. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, if I look, if it's you, 
and some anyone out at sea, just the two of you, no witness. Yeah, no it's cameras, a no-brainer. No nothing. And and the person turns to you and goes, "I got half a mind to fucking pick you off and 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 throw you over and make yeah. you shark bait." And it's like, well, it's gonna be you or me at that point, pal. Yeah. Good luck. I, I'll kill you too. Yeah. So the boyfriend goes, "Oh, uh, Carl, we gotta tell the police about this. This is insane." And Carl's like, "No." Fuck you. Like, this is how I live. I'm a criminal, dude. What do you think right. I did? I'm, I'm gangster, bitch. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> um, and so the 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 little fag goes, okay, fine. And he, But he's like, I got to get out of here whenever he leaves. So Carl leaves and fucking uh, the, the boyfriend jumps in the water. So this is the thing. This is where I'm like, this is fake. Because the way it's written is... He, he the boyfriend went, turns into Doom Doom World Jack. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, he fucking uh it's it, so the way the book literally reads is um so George, which is the name of the boyfriend, jumps in the water and looked and tried to swim to the shore, but it was too far. And then a and then a fishing boat picked him up and pulled him on the board. It pulled him on board. And the first thing that George said when he got on the boat was, "I need a police officer. We need the police." And it's like, how did anybody know this? Yeah, how did Panzram know? <laughs> how did Panzram? If we're to believe that Panzram wrote this, how did he know what the first words out of his mouth if he wasn't fucking there? Yeah. Well, let me ask you this though. And George died at Panzram's hand though later, right? Uh, I thought no, no, no. He's what no, got him in jail that. again. Actually, here's all right. The so then, right, right. So here's my point though. Like that, in fairness, to be as objective as I can be. Fair enough. Your argument holds water. It's like all right. What are the odds, right? I get it. But at the same time, who knows if, if he did get on that boat and turn to a whole crew of, of fishermen and go, we need a cop. Yeah. Somebody yeah. may have verified that Fair. as this got. You know, he okay? might have heard it. He might have heard the story in court and just relayed it. True. Yeah. Part of his because the funny thing of this is a great actual anecdote that, by the way, I do believe is 100 percent factual. Is yeah. so he gets picked up because of the. So George goes to the cops and says, hey, this guy's been fucking. Ra- he had kidnapped me for three weeks and raped me repeatedly on his boat. For Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they were like, OK, fine, we'll go get him. And they take him in and they're like, and yeah, they throw him in jail. And um, he convinces the the public defender, hey, I got this boat. If you want, I'll, I'll give you this boat and you can um, si- you can you sell it. If you just bail me out, you can have the boat and keep the fucking change. And the lawyer's like, well, that sounds like a good idea. That sounds like a good <laughs> deal. What the lawyer's name was. <laughs> um, and uh, and so, but the, the what he neglected to mention was that the boat was stolen, of course, and you can't, and it was seized. Yeah. <laughs> so, Obviously, that oil, soiled collateral there. Yeah. yeah, I love that 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 anecdote because it's like that. That's one of the things that makes you go 100 percent on Panzram's side yes, just for a moment. Dude, right? like, I know. Yeah, he even hated lawyers. Oh, dude, I'll tell you what. I'm on Panzram's side on principle. Yeah. I don't care how much of it's bullshit or not. Yeah. I will say this, man. As a former murder junkie who has had everything from bricks, beer bottles, prosthetic legs, cups of piss thrown at me <laughs> while on the stage, okay, I have no problem with hating the hub of fucking humanity. So, <laughs> sure. you know, I love individuals, present company uh, w- included. included. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but as far as like the, the, the whole of humanity, I am fucking team asteroid all day. <laughs> Comprende. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, so yeah, that is a fucking that is one of his best anecdotes for the record. And also, by the yeah. way, who totally believe who was the who was the, the the serial killer you guys had covered when I brought this to your attention? Again? Albert who Fish. Was it, um, all right, so between the two, because Fish was pretty fucked up as well. Yeah. Who's the more gnarly? Because they're way different if you think about it. But uh, assuming that Pan the hub of Pandram story is true, who is the more mm. like fucked up? Honestly, Fish, because I mean, like uh, Carl Panzer was just like getting off to rape and then doing crime. It was kind of just like a base. Yeah, but Fish spared a girl's virginity before cannibalizing her. Yeah. So there's, there's a little bit. Yeah, that is sick. Yeah. It's and like you anyone just get who refers off to a eating. dick and balls as as a monkey and wee wees is fucking hilarious in yeah. my book. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. So he gets There's away. Also- and, oh, so sorry. Just I know what you're going to okay. say next. I just want to give preface this. So he yeah. gets away. He runs away from the fucking law with the with the he tricks the the fucking lawyer, and he's like, "Well, I got to leave the country." And he goes to Africa. And in keeping with the show's lore, the show rule is if you're a white guy and you have a Wikipedia page and you're known for doing shit in Africa, chances are you were doing something really bad. Yeah, <laughs> especially back then. Yeah. yeah, but it's also through like because we just where are you heading, this- Carl? Liberia. <laughs> <laughs> we just did this ha- hilarious episode about uh, Coney twenty twelve with with Legal Man. Yeah, and th- this guy who made that movie had just been like it spent twelve years in Africa, supposedly working for a charity, and it's like. No, this guy's a spook. It's clearly yeah. Like, this guy works for the fucking yeah. feds. Yeah. <laughs> you, do, you, this, you, do, you do realize, colloquially speaking, what spook means to many people over here, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just saying. Just checking. What we're talking sure. about. What we're talking about going. To, I, I don't. I don't consider African spooks, for the record. No. But uh, no, I, what, I what think that's colloquially like an American. And you know what? M- most Africans would agree with you. <laughs> yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> White guys who go who go to Africa are feds. Yes, is what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. This, this kind of also got my MK Ultra spidey senses tingling about how all this shit. This guy ends up in Africa working for, and he, he was in Panama as well, wasn't he? At some point, yeah, he was all over working. the fucking world. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, dude, that guy saw more. I mean, for a guy who was more who ass than a toilet seat in Grand Central <laughs> Station, but yeah. he, he, by his own account. Well, no, but if you think about it, man, I mean, uh, uh, in his era, if you were not, uh, I, I know he was a, a, a soldier briefly, but he didn't make it in the army long term, yeah. right? No, he no. He literally quick. immediately got fucking he's thrown. An asshole. Yeah. Dude, back then, well, <laughs> it was dude, stealing. Back then, when, when I don't know, and and they they a mandatory psych eval, and they realized he was a fucking sociopath. Right, that okay. was a big reason they 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 they, uh, they booted him. That's why they first identified. Which was rare back then. I mean, look, in a day and age where you could collect body parts on the battlefield, for you to get like a psyche valve that says, we don't want this guy, you'd be really fucked up, right? But if you think about it, in that era, man, like if you weren't a soldier or like a merchant marine or or you know had something to do with international trade or, uh, through shipping ports and shit, like uh, you did not see much of the world. No, I mean if you think about it, Pansram saw a disproportionate amount of yeah. the world given his socioeconomic so background. And well, well, I I can't say that, but I I had to like sacrifice my whole life to go see the world. Well, so did he, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, different different caliber of sacrifice. Yeah. Good sacrifice yeah. a lot of other people's lives as well, according to the story. Like I think I thank God every day I didn't cultivate a penchant for buggery. That yeah. was where he got that was where he got the so Africa, where is it Angola? He raped a kid in a quarry. Yeah. And that was where he got his 
murder bug. for smashing people's heads in with a rock just as he was nutting in their ass. Yeah, well, it makes him a mud shark on top of everything else, right? Uh, I know what that's the, the well. I boy, I really hate this Carl Panzram guy. Why? Because he fucked, uh, you know, raped a bunch of people. No, because he interracially fucking. <laughs> he's a race trainer, <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he cohorted with a fucking commie fucking he yeah. or something like that. Right? Yeah. Um, but uh, okay, but I will say this though: anything, and this is my segregation. <laughs> I've been trying to be working on that for a few seconds. Sorry. <laughs> just hey, well, imagine if he had called his memoirs "My Struggle" and just beat Adolf to the punch. <laughs> I mean, right? yeah, like, it was before, technically, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. So um, I will say this: this is must be said. Is that anything in Africa or South America, especially in this time? You might as well put a nice big asterisk next to, next to for might have happened. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's it's true, just- but at the same time, think about this. Look at what what they can get away with in those parts of the world today. And true. imagine in this yeah. pre digital pre yeah. pre interconnected computers and radios. Like back then, I mean, well, I'm going back to the boat thing you mentioned, right? Do you know how long it would take to verify a stolen sea vessel compared to running a VIN number today? Sure, yeah, computer, yeah, yeah. Right? So, so I mean, as outlandish and hard to fathom as so much of this is, and I'm not saying I buy it, every bit of it by any means, if it were, if there was a time in, in modern, in, in the last century, and think about it, 100 years to the year, 23 was when he, yeah. when he got fucking nailed, right? I, wait, no, I think it was 1939. Yeah. Okay. Well. Well. Albert, I think Albert Fish's thing happened in twenty three. Yes, know, that some, is right. Like I think, yeah. So yeah. I got I got my wires crossed. But my point is, if there were if there was a time where it could have happened with less evidence, with less oh, ability yeah. to to investigate, mm-hmm. and still have access to modern engineering ships and and things, it was then. And right. again, this is not to say that I think that, that that this is all gospel truth by any means. But it's easy for us to sit here today and go, how the fuck could that have happened? Whereas <laughs> oh, back yeah. then, it's like, whereas no, it, back then, it's like, it could have happened pretty fucking easily, especially yeah. if you had the intent and you were smart enough to cover your tracks. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, so to me, that's what makes, I mean, I, I divide Pandram in half. There's the whole lesser thing, which is, to me, a, 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 a unto itself, a, a, you know, a, a consideration. Eyebrow razor. Yeah. Or, or I, I, I will say the post incarceration. Pans yeah, right but then there's the crime spree over 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 a couple decades when i look at at the latter and when i look at what he did or what he claims to have done sure when they say well we, we, i mean we can only prove a handful of this uh, of these things he claimed uh, sure but their means of proving anything were primitive compared True to that them. Sure. Anything, yeah. even a stolen boat this right? what they so, haven't even know. done uh fingerprints yet they haven't even figured out fingerprints yeah. yet well you know you know, I'm, uh, well, the guy like, had like eight fucking aliases. He'd been yeah. booked in all these Jefferson all Davis these amongst them. By I know the way. you gotta love yeah. that one, right? <laughs> it is but a photo my, of him. It's definitely him, by the way, and it says Jeff Davis on it. Like, yeah, it's just like <laughs> hell yeah. He got the fucking that was the name he gave him. Yeah, yeah. I, he conned him, dude. That rules. Like, yeah, <laughs> but it's him. You can tell it's him. It's definitely his face. Like, <laughs> but um. Oh shit! I forgot what I was going to say. There, it was about Africa and maybe the the all the stuff that happened. Oh no, I was going to say yeah, right. Okay, so you know I'm into like uh, seafaring shit, 19th century seafaring shit. Yeah, you talk about stealing boats. Well, that was basically 
nine tenths of what naval warfare was was stealing each other's boats. Yeah, <laughs> and and you know that that was how they would actually identify a a, a ship when they stole it back again was just as there'd be some seamen on the on the ship who recognized it. Yeah, I bet there was. <laughs> yeah, they just go, oh yeah, that's the that's the so and so they they stole a well, that's why they started embleming boat names was back then. I mean, that was the only way you could identify a ship that, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, get, put, put your brand on it. You know, right, like yeah. a fucking cow or a horse. Well, that's how the bank could identify didn't have it. numbers they, back then. The, guy, the guys who sailed on them could recognize them. Right. Just by the way they sat in the water yeah. and shit. Like, it's like, I've got, I've got some friends who've moved up north from London. And it was there. right there between those two barrels that Panzram fucked me in the ass. We're home. Yeah. This is where yeah. we were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I could never, I'll never forget that board in the, in the yeah, side yeah. of the ship, in the hall. My, my, my rectal blood is still <laughs> yeah. standing that fucking piece of wood right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they can do it. They can recognize the ship, their own ship from, um, from miles off. These guys. Because they they lived and breathed it for years. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, to like, your point though, back then much of of seafaring warfare was basically piracy and uniform. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was give us your shit or die, and half the time they'd kill them anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're out, but you're but, out on yeah. sea. Who the fuck are they gonna tell? Yeah. Well, again, it's hard to prove. I mean, who knows? It's like Maybe being in did. I mean, can you imagine in some poor ass? Fishing the village, port town, and there's Panzram with his nice boat, and he sees some young guy, and he goes, hey, man, you want to go fishing with me for the day? I, I want some company. Of course, there, uh, how many people would jump at the chance to get yeah. on a boat if they'd never done it? Like, I mean, it wouldn't have been hard for him to rack up some bodies out at sea and with no evidence. I suppose I mean, it wouldn't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm not saying that, that, that it's viable, uh, uh, you know, cut and dry, but if there, it, it, look, if I was going to be a a serial murderer that's how you do it the well the most important thing to have is body disposal now yeah. i personally know i know people that have gator farms and um, i got my own way of doing it right but <laughs> you know but what i'm getting at though is that back then i mean what better way if you wanted to really brutalize someone with no witness no one to hear him scream guaranteed no witnesses yeah right yeah and an instant body disposal after you've pilfered their pockets for valuables that's the way to fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. So whether he did it or not, the fact that he even insinuated it, it's like fucking creepy in a, yeah. in a really fundamental way. You know? Speaking of Crocs, our, uh, what's it called? Gators. Uh, there, there's a Croc story actually in his, in his, uh, in his Africa store tales. Oh, no. Was he a shoe wearer? He wore Crocs. No, he wore Uggs, <laughs> worst of all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, what's it called? He fucking, uh, he convinced a bunch of Africans, some skinnies, um, that there was, uh, that they, to go, like, uh, fucking um, hunting gators, or, or, or uh, crocs, yeah. I guess it would be in Africa. Call that a knife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it would definitely be crocs. You call that a... Dude, why does it always never... Cool. Good. Thanks. It's really funny when it's fucking one and a half seconds later. Great bit. You call that a? <laughs> I'll show you. A <laughs> the African yeah, guys, that, you know. That, what I was that, trying that's to say. not anal rape. This is anal rape. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he convinced a bunch of guys to come out uh, hunting crocs with him, and then he just killed them, fed them to the crocs, so he could watch the crocs eat them. 
You know what? I hope that's true. <laughs> that's a sick story. Not because he, not because he was in Africa. He could have been anywhere. But full right You don't want I'm anyone sure. to think you're a racist psychopath. You're yeah. just a regular a, psychopath. An, I, as my late friend Pete Steele once said, I am an equal opportunity destroyer. Thank you very fucking <laughs> okay, much. Okay, there yeah. you go. <laughs> so that they got that. Uh, that story doesn't have an element of tallness to it. They were, they yeah, were it was six like six guys. guys. It's like, yeah, and, every and time the, he told the story, it was more guys, by the way. Yeah. It was <laughs> well, one thing, one thing that's creepy about that, though, is even today, like, I got buddies of mine that go to South America and shit for on snake expeditions for yeah. research. And you go through these poor villages, man. I can't imagine it would have been any different in fucking, like, Africa in the 20s. But people that are that poor, if, if you go into a village and go, hey, I need a couple of volunteers. I need, I need guys to come out in the bush with me. I'll feed you and I'll pay you and get you home safe. They'll jump at the chance. Oh, to sure. Yeah. yeah so if, that, he, if he did go through some village in fucking Angola oh, yeah. and said, I need six guys who wants to get paid and eat good for a week, th yeah. there would have been no shortage of people willing to go. Oh, out yeah. in the bush with I, I don't doubt that. But what? The only thing that makes me press X is that this, his story is. Press X. There's <laughs> six. There's six of them camping around the campfire. They're all asleep. He wakes one of them up. He takes him out on the boat, anally rapes him, murders him, and throws him to the crocodiles. Goes back, wakes the next one up. Yeah. And does it again. And does that until yeah, How many times is Stu going to bust well, in one day, dude? The hardest part to believe is that he got six hard-ons and That's six That's what I'm nuts, saying, dude. You know yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah. How the fuck are you going to come that many times? My, my buddy used to be the head of security for Hank Jr. back in the 80s, and the most he ever fucked in one night was four or five, and it wore him out for a week. I bet. I, mean, I can't imagine, you know. I'm lucky yeah, I can yeah, get I mean, four like, or five in a week. You think, like, well, that At or you'll, you'll wind up with a prostate start... the size of a fucking cantaloupe, right? Like, I mean... <laughs> You're telling me these, these guys who are seasoned crocodile hunters don't sleep with one eye open, you know what I mean? True, good point. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah, they're sleeping in the in the African bush, and they're just so zonked out. I mean, anything well, could have... No, I, I hate to play devil's advocate, because it, it, it does sound taller than a fucking uh, skyscraper in, in a way. I get it, but... If if Pansram's feeding these guys, what might he be putting in their food or drink? Could yeah. be, I guess. You, yeah, you think he would have mentioned I'm, it though? Yeah, I think he definitely talked about poisoning someone else at another part of his fucking story. <laughs> yeah, a couple different times. Yeah, yeah. What I mean, yeah. Matter, 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 oh, when matter he was fact, in school. Fact, he, yeah, I, he, he said that the guy convulsed to a rhythm huh? when, <laughs> when the yeah. poison hit him. He said he convulsed to a rhythm. God damn. That's, That's what I'm saying. It's got some pretty flowery language that I wouldn't necessarily expect out of a lifelong criminal, but might expect out of well, a communist like, Jew. Think about like this. Let, let, let's, let's say that eight-tenths of it is pulled out of thin air to impress and get favors out of this lesser guy. Right? Guy. Yeah. Which is what guy. I think yeah. is probably, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, would, yeah. I would argue that's prob uh, more probable, right, as yeah. far as the truth goes. That said, even if he didn't do eight tenths of it the yeah. fact that he could think it and yeah, articulate it yeah, yeah. with such glee it's <laughs> like you know what i mean like i mean makes hey. clive barker look like a fucking you know like a fucking Pussy. kindergarten teacher yeah. man hey, yeah. we, we we missed this we just forgot to do this gag on the uh on the albert fish episode but uh, it's definitely safe to say that carl panzram was a real jerk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. Also, by the way, Carl Panzram, gay icon. Yeah. <laughs>
the 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 original um ultra fucking um silver daddy in the bond yeah. world over yeah, there, right? yeah 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 but you know what's crazy is imagine like if, if the guy was around today imagine pans around today he's got the internet he's got paywalls that he can get behind only yeah. day only fans right yeah yeah imagine him going on there saying like i i, I don't like you i don't care about you i want to bend you over your bed hurt you rectally like hurt you motherfuckers would be lining Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that, that video you know what I mean? Like, watched, like that, that's, we... the, that's the sick. Hey, you ever seen Goatsy before? No. You never seen Goatsy? I'm not going to show it on the show, but it's this fo- a famous uh, photo. Oh, no, you've seen it. No, oh, okay. No. It's this famous photo of this like gay guy who's like spreading, he's like spreading his asshole like that, <laughs> like behind <laughs> him. And it's just like a close up camera. His balls are hanging underneath and shit. Dude, I'm totally going to, I'm going to look that up. And Don't I'm gonna look Photoshop. that up. <laughs> I can't believe you've never seen Goatsy before. I'm going to Photoshop Waldo's face into his asshole. <laughs> I think it's been done. It's a very ah, famous wow. photo. <laughs> um, but but like, no, that, but, but I was just going to say though, if Carl Panzerim was alive today, he'd be doing Goatsy. <laughs> if Carl Pan- Panzerim was alive today, he'd be in that video that we watched for the oh, the, the gift. Public fishing. Uh, are, are you kidding? If he was alive today, he'd be a part of the United States Congress. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> That's where that guy goes undercover at gay bars. Yeah. And they're all Carl Panzerim. Yeah. They're all, yeah, yeah. They all got fucking Except, raped as a kid, and then they yeah. passed it along. Dude, I wonder I wonder if cruising was inspired by Carl Panzerim. Well, Maybe. he invented cruising. Gay icon Carl Panzerim. He, he invented cruising. <laughs> the inventor yeah, of cruising, you, you, Carl Panzerim. He will never look at the little Navy guy from the village people the same way again, will you? <laughs> oh, um, oh, my God. By the way, the outro music has to be sailing. By Christopher Cross. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! So yeah, he, ends, he, ends, he ends up back in Leavenworth jail, doesn't he? Yeah, which is just. By the way, again, you mentioned before it's scriptural. Well, Leavenworth's a federal Everything's prison. Full it's, it's circle. not a jail. It's a federal yeah. penitentiary. It's hardcore shit, Leavenworth. Sure, yeah. And like that, that, that's where the, they send subversive. Although he 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 ended his 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 um his stretch and was was killed. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't he? Um, didn't he do his final bit and and was killed in DC or did it kill oh, him? It was in Leavenworth. It was Leavenworth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's right. DC was just when he did his memoirs. Right. Yeah. Right. So he's he's in Leavenworth, charged with burglary again. I think. I think he 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 done another big burglary heist. Well, he, he had gotten back from something. Africa and he had been so mm. fucked up physically. By something I don't remember what it was. Oh, he got beaten I mean, just or something. Being in Africa. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's probably what it was. Um, well, he, I, he almost got his eye popped out. He, they crushed his skull. I, I, I look at the later photos of him. His one eye is like, it looks almost limp. Like yeah. I mean, he got fucked up pretty bad at some point. Yeah. yeah well, anyways, la- he, this is the other thing that this is definitely bullshit uh, communist propaganda. At one point, it goes. It, it, it's after he's back from Africa and he was like hurting, physically hurting, and he says and. This has got to be lesser talking, by the way, where he goes, yeah. uh, Panzerim had decided that now that he, after a long life of of stealing, that he would. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> of, of a lot, a long life of crime. He would try to save up some startup capital and become mm-hmm. a real criminal like, you know, which is yeah. a capitalist. Yeah, yeah, like he was gonna invest his money and live off the system. Well, now. Hold on, I listen. I have read the the, the book twice, and granted, it's been a while. Yeah, if you would be so kind 
Find me a hard copy of that quote because if if what you're paraphrasing I am is paraphrasing, remotely yeah. well, no, I, I understand yeah, if, yeah. if it's remotely accurate. I don't I don't recall it, so I, I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna call you a liar. I just, I don't recall that. But I would say the emphasis that, is mine, perhaps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So a, a little bias, maybe. Yeah, a little yeah. Bit. A little no, but he did mention. Sure, I yeah. did, I did. You're right, but he did mention that Henry he was. Henry Lesser. <laughs> well, no, we did say though. He's like that. That he was now going to use. He was going to do a bunch of crime so he could finance his his foray into investment. But prior I think to the, his final incarceration, that was his plan. Uh, but, but prior to it, yes. But he got caught because he was too fucking weak. His legs were too shitty, and he couldn't escape. Yeah. What was? Well, how how was it he got caught again? I, it was like I don't remember actually. He got caught he got actually in the act of doing burglary. I think he, he? Tried, yes. I think he tried to, to yeah, stole fencing stolen goods or some shit like that. Maybe, yeah. Oh yes, he, he stole it so that he was trying to sell it, and they linked him back yeah. to the crime. Right. Yeah, right. 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 Yeah. yeah and yeah. then he just opened up and was like, "Well, I've done way worse than this shit." Basically, yeah. like like he just kind of fessed up all of a sudden. You know? Right. Yeah. He's right. like, "Fuck it, fuck it, I want you to kill me now." Yeah, he said he was in like massive pain too. I guess yeah. so. That was that would probably make sense. He had his he'd been hobbled before, and he'd also hobbled himself during an escape attempt before as well. Yeah, if if I, he jumped out of a window and landed on his legs. That's what it was. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like two or three stories. It was a big jump. Yeah, too. yeah, that yeah. had to be it. Yeah, yeah. So he's working in the laundry. Wait, wait, I gotta just pause. I'm sorry, sorry to interrupt you. But it goes, the way it's written is so funny, comical. It goes, he gets to Leavenworth Prison and he announces to everyone there, the first person to fuck with me, or it's the first person to mess with me, I will kill. And then, and and I quote, this is not a paraphrase. And it says, and nobody did. The next paragraph is literally, so this guy's fucking with him. Like, I swear to God, I swear to God, I swear to God, that's literally verbatim what happens in the book. That's bad writing, because I will say this. I think it is just bad writing, yeah. You know, what I mean is like this. I I can see where when you make that declaration, if if he got through that night and didn't get fucked with, the statement holds. Yeah. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Whereas a week later, a day later, someone touched him. So my point is, uh, that reference would be, and when they say no one did, Immediately, yeah, yeah, and also <laughs> See what I'm saying? that would have been like, a better way to put it. The yeah. guy that he killed was it's shitty writing. It's it Henry Lester fucking doing a uh, filling in the holes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the guy, the guy he killed wasn't an inmate. He, he was, was a, a guard. civilian contractor. He was a well, civilian. Yeah, I thought he was technically a guard. Laundry. He was I a he was, civilian. I he was an electrician no, or no, something. I think William. No, Bright, no, no, I think no, no, maybe, okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. He was a civilian capitalist who was operating the laundry on site under license using slave labor. There she is, and she's fucking lovely. Yeah. (laughs) And basically, I think what he did to annoy um, Pandram was just why you hitting yourself? Why you hitting yourself? Why you hitting yourself? <laughs> I also love the fact. I love the fact that Lesser goes out of his way to articulate the fact that Pansram, uh, you know, uh, singularly said to him, "You're the only human being I know that I have no ill intent towards." Yeah. I mean, think about it like this. He thinks he may I, have, I, you know, been maybe it was wishful thinking on on Lester's well, part. Know, you know, I, look, uh, you know what I was reminded of? You ever seen that movie, the the, the Chamber with Gene Hackman back in the day? When he no, plays I've never Klansman? seen that. I love Gene Hackman though. Great movie, man. It's him and I think Brendan Fraser. Uh, Hackman plays a guy on death row who is uh, uh, a oh, former gas Klansman chamber. Cool, uh, cool, uh, yeah, Jamie. Yeah. 
We're not ready for this. <laughs> I love you too. But but so so there's a scene. Uh, Bo ja- uh, Bo Jackson, the athlete, right? Yeah. Bo Jackson plays the 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 guard in charge of of Hackman's uh, unit, and and uh, Bo Jackson's character is real nice to him. The guy's like a day away from dying, right? Hackman's yeah. about to go to the chamber. Hackman turns to him. There's an awkward silence, and Hackman goes, "You know, um, when I say things about your people." And he starts to say, like, I don't mean you. And 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 I, if I recall correctly, Bo Jackson's character says something like, yeah, I I know what you're about to say, but don't worry about it. But it kind of reminded me of that, where it's like Lesser going, like, you know, he had to make that disclaimer yeah. <laughs> that he was the exception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Destroy and, all humans. Yeah. But I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I've talked with people <laughs> uh, over the years that, you know, uh, friends of mine that are really into the whole like serial killer. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So many, many such cases, and, as a great philosopher once said. Sure. One of my <laughs> former bandmates is one of the like patriarchs of that fucking whole deal. Yeah, yeah. Right? And uh, but it's one of those things where like I've talked to a lot of people about it. And the one consensus that always kind of where, where we leave it is kind of what I said before. And I hate to repeat it, but it's like let's, whether you look at it as all true which god forbid it is yeah or some of it's true or the guy basically became a novelist for hire to get this fucking weird co off yeah right like, like however yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever degree you want to you want to want to uh, believe it's still fucked up like true like, like <laughs> Like it's still fucking something that makes your spine tingle. At least if you're, if you're, unless you're desensitized to like ass rape and murder and shit. I, which know? I and, can say I am not. <laughs> well, God love. You. I was shocked by this information. Now, William, on the other hand, yeah. <laughs> that was breakfast for him. <laughs> so oh, William, shit. I almost shot whiskey through my nose. You're a fucking bastard, damn you. <laughs> <laughs> um, William, so would you like to um, <sighs> submit? Uh, your uh, your parody song. Your uh... okay, yeah. I thought well, I thought I might do it as my sign off. Well, no, do it now. Let's do it now, and then, okay, we'll, then okay. we'll yeah. That's Scott's way of saying, "Let's get yeah. the fuck out of here." Yeah. Hey, listen, <laughs> <laughs> this is your sign off. I'm okay. handing you the mic. <laughs> I've ri- I've written it kind of all out of order, but I should be able to do it. Okay. I bet there's hobos fucking in a dirty cattle car. They're probably raping boys while Woody Guthrie plays guitar. But I'm stuck in Folsom prison. Black cocks, I'm gagging on. <laughs> but that train just keeps a moving. It's me, it's running on. <laughs> <laughs> if they freed me from this prison, if that railroad train were mine, I bet I'd rape a kid about the age of eight or nine, <laughs> far from Polson Prison. That's where I want to stay, so I can get to raping boys into being gay. <laughs> Hey man, as a published songwriter slash lyricist, I I tip my hat to you, sir. That was fucking gorgeous. uh, Even Johnny Cash would have laughed at that. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful. And yeah, he goes to me. He goes, "Oh, where is your fucking? Where is your parody song, Mister Parody Song?" And I'm like, "I've clearly you've mischaracterized me when you're the master." I will, I will, I will, I will issue you guys a challenge right here and now in front of the obviously the two of you and the fan base as well. The and next God time and, I, and God and the- <laughs> God and the ghost of Carl Pan. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> the next time you plan to have me on when it's something like this and it's more topical, sure. Tell me up front 
what it is, I will bring my parody. Oh, next that'd time. be great. Yes. To you guys. Awesome. That'd be fucking and beautiful. I might get you banned from Rockfin and every other fucking thing you're still I, After last on. week's episode, I doubt it. I doubt really? it. <laughs> really? What, what, what Rubicon did you cross last week? Oh, the friend? big one. <laughs> oh, yeah? The big one? The big one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one that's six million miles high? <laughs> yeah. Six million miles high. <laughs> um, See? Uh, even, even better the three of us need to uh, conspire let's do a parody three verses to a song let's each write a verse and just we'll sing <laughs> Sounds, it in fucking uh, yeah, in, in round <laughs> yeah. all right uh, so for us www.historyhomos.com uh, for the audio version of the show also you find us wherever you find podcasts also we're available available on BitChute and Odyssey <laughs> and most importantly JB mentioned it Rockfin that's www.rockfin that's r-o-k-f-i-n dot com slash history homos uh, and you get uh, this episode, you get every one of the JB episodes, of which there are many, by the way. I think I've said before, JB is like the fourth history homo. Is that true? Who's the third? Jared. I think well, you've met Jared. Well, tell Jared I'm going to Carl Panzram his fucking ass to take his fucking spot. <laughs> Sounds yeah. good. I'll, I'll let him hey, know. You know. We're going to talk to him tomorrow. Media, JB. Yeah, Jared controls the weather. Yeah. <laughs> so. Pardon? I, I'm the third. Controls the weather. <laughs> Jared, I, uh, I, I am so. Let's just say, confused. let's just say the name is is an Old Testament name for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> for I, our I, friend Jared, I'm the third history of homo. Jared Lachaim, Lachaim. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're clear, we're clear. Um, but anyway, so yeah. uh, what's it called? Um, yeah, so uh, again, Rockfin. That's where uh, all of our catalog is, including many JB episodes. And also, um, if you're so kind, you can donate uh, monthly or one time if you wish to help support the show. And in response, you get uh, access to our bonus episodes once per week and the bonus catalog. Um, other than that, uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at History Almost Pod. Join our Telegram group, uh, which is growing and is fucking off the chain. JB, you gotta get back in there. I can't get on. Fuck, I can't get on. They won't send me a verification code. That's fucking ridiculous. Well, we'll fig- we'll try to figure. I'll work with you to try to figure it out. But t.me slash history almost chat. People miss you. Um, and uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, die with dignity. William, what do you want to say to people besides the uh, maybe a, a really quick rendition of that uh, whole? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God is great. Allahu Akbar, indeed. Um, <laughs> later, homos, and goodbye. It's not far to never, never land. The reason to pretend. And if the wind is right, you can find the joy. The innocence again. Oh, the cans can do miracles. Just you wait and see.
sail away and find serenity.